Okay, good afternoon. Here we are. We are in the Black Lion um, with uh, James and uh, Chelsea. And uh, my name's Steve. Uh, we are uh, Cadre Capital. So we're just here to start our first podcast. And um, we're doing it, uh, I hope you excuse us, but we're doing it with a, a couple of pints of Guinness and uh, <laughs> a water that looks like a gin and tonic. And, uh, and we'll have some, uh, some food arriving as well. But uh, we just thought we'd capitalise on our lunch and, uh, and chat through a few things that are topical uh, within the football world at the moment. So uh, I have James, uh, James Powell, our chief executive, um, at the table. You can say hi. Is that, is that what that meant? That's yeah, what that just, meant. Yes. That's, that's, that's a speech, yeah, please, that's a, James. That is a step in when you yeah. want. Hello, I'm here. That's, well, that's good enough. That's okay. So uh, it, it's like the red, like the class register. Which you should shut my name. I should, yeah, here, here, sir. Okay, Powell. Here, sir. Great. Burns. Here, sir. Perfect. Hey, onto the uh, transfer window. Then it's been a bit of a funny one. Um, chips, chips have arrived. Chips have arrived. I know. I'm trying to focus on uh, what we're talking about. The um, yeah, it was a bit of a damp squid in a way, but it's, it's following the lines of, of how January transfer wins have been going, which is a lot of action, but mainly loans and players in, players out, you know, obviously the loan market. But um, there's been one or two. There's uh, obviously, uh, you know, uh, Pulisic, which came into, uh, into Chelsea, but also these Almirans, a, a really exciting player. And I, I, think, I think Newcastle might have pulled a good one there. Mm. Sorry, yeah, that was bad timing. Chelsea, what do you I'm sorry about that. You won. Hey, I, I was pr- I was pleased they got Pulisic name right. Yeah, let's try it again. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Chelsea, dig in. They don't know how to pronounce it. Actually, I had a little look online, and it's either Pulisic, mm. as in Modric, because you're Croatian, or Pulisic, which I think is like the American version of it. Well, he's Croatian-American, isn't he? Mm. Right. And then, yeah, he is. He's Croatian-American. And actually, the US have had a um, bit of an input, actually, in the two sort of most interesting deals mm. on of this transfer window, because mm. you've got Pulisic, how have you pronounce it? Yeah, it's pretty he's good. American. Yeah. And then you've got um, Almiran, who's obviously come from Atlanta United. Yeah, and he's a good bit of business. Paraguay, isn't he? Mm. Um... But it, uh, yeah. You said something earlier, which was good. Tell, tell us, yeah. We shall let, no, don't, no, don't have a chip. Don't have a chip. Okay. You tell us what you were saying earlier, so I can pinch some chips. About Almiron. Mm. Well, he um, he came out of he came out of Argentina, didn't he? What was the uh, what was the team in Argentina? Um, but anyway, he played Argentina. Came out of there, but he came into the MLS and and he's had a couple of years with Atlanta, and he's uh, he's obviously made enough of an appearance. And, and what I was saying is basically. The MLS now is improving. You know, they, they they started off picking a few of the stars and and bringing the awareness, but they've also been investing in the grassroots, and so those grassroots are now coming to fruition with some of their homegrown players, but also the standard must have have improved enough for you know whether it's agents or whether it's the players themselves saying they can use it still as a stage to uh, you know show their show their trade, shop play the football, mm. get a shop window so that they can get into Europe. Rather than you know, as an option to just coming into you know, Spain or Portugal or Belgium or, or whatever, so it's interesting that he's he's come in, and they they well, Chelsea. What do they pay for him? They paid what? They paid six point seven five mil, and they sold him for twenty one point six. Okay, so. it's a good bit of business. There'll be a sell on. Yeah. Hopefully, the club will get a little sell on as well, so they'll they'll get a little bit from uh, from that. So um, the question then is, is he going to improve Newcastle in yeah. the case of Almiron? 
Yeah. He's a, mid, he's a mid, central midfielder. He can also play on the wing, but mm. and he, he may be used as a striker. Mm. There was a, an article, I, can't remember, I think it was in The Guardian, where they were talking about him, and they showed a heat map. Right. And, you know, it, it looked like a scattergun. But yeah. the mm. point is that he is a playmaker. So it's not that... He, you know, some may see it's a weakness because he doesn't know his position, but actually he's a playmaker. Right. He could actually you know, adapt to the you know, what's happening within the game. Could could transform Newcastle. And will Rafa give him the freedom? Do you reckon? Yeah, well, that's a good question, isn't it? Because Rafa's played pretty defensive this season. Mm. It would have been better if he played a little bit more defensive against City, obviously. Because <laughs> I should just explain I'm a City fan. Um, but yeah. We'll see. We'll see. And we, we, you know, you've got to try and determine: is this guy going to improve Newcastle? I mean, mm. in a fairly difficult position at present. Do we think they'll stay up? Run your quant. I know. Run yeah. your quant, and we'll tell. We we'll do them. for the next podcast. We'll run some quant. We could really do with him playing a few games. Actually, yeah, so get some it might data. not be the next podcast, but at a future podcast, we'll run some quant. We'll see if Newcastle are better with him mm. than without him. Now, you know, people might say, well. You know, if they win a few matches or if they get more points than they had before, then maybe he is. But we can look at the optimal performance of Newcastle before right. and the optimal performance of Newcastle after, which is essentially where, where they could get to. Mm. If, they play, if every player played at their optimal performance where Newcastle should be. And so, yeah, we'll do that. Yeah. We'll, we can then, so that will give us a clear indication whether he's improving, in theory improving the Newcastle side, Irrespective of how Rafa plays him, mm. um, or not, because uh, yeah, I mean that that the most. And then is he worth twenty one? How much was he? Twenty one point six, yeah. and they've broken a fourteen year record. So this is the most they've spent on a player in fourteen years. Yeah, yeah. I hope yeah. so. Hey, mm, well, Michael Owen was the, uh, the the previous one, which is um, staggers belief. But but even then, in those days, he was still uh, pretty high price. That was before TV got hold of you know uh, the, uh, the, the the revenues. But interesting on the quant. One of the most exciting things is is where you can take a um, a player and fit him in like a bit of a jigsaw. Fit him in and see how before they buy him and see how he can change the the the, 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 the success and the, uh, the 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 play of the the team. Mm. And I mean that is that is great for for you know, teams to be able, or managers to be able to do that or owners more more importantly owners. Yeah. So we'll see what sort of yeah. impact he's had. Great. And what, yeah. what about Pulisic? Then? Pulisic. Yeah. yeah. Actually, we've now got that's like a third pronunciation, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so it, Chelsea, Chelsea have done well. It, they, they've made a lot of noise in this transfer window, and they've lost a few games. Yeah, lost four 0 to Bournemouth. Yeah, no. but we'll come on to that. Um, so, you know how, you know, how is Pulisic going to affect Chelsea? And what's the plan? I don't get. I don't, I don't know much about them, do Because yeah. they're not going to win the league this year, are they? No. Nope. Nope. So why get buy yeah, a player like that in the January? Trend? Is it just because he was available? Let's get him, and then we'll bet him in, and then we'll have a big push next year. Are they going to be with Sarri next year? Well, I don't. Well, you know, listen, really listening, listening, yeah, listening to. Uh, and they're really out of nicotine patches for him, or what's <laughs> going on? After taking a four-nil beating, I mean, you know, we know Mr. Abramovich doesn't like. Uh, you know, too many big losses, and it's coming up to the time when you know a few of his managers have, have left um, or been sacked. So, yeah, I, I think he's on. Uh, I can't remember which film it was, but he's on thin, thin ice, my friend. 
Are we on now? We're on. We're back. Brick top. Brick top. Snatch. In snatch. Yeah. You're really nice, my Good. friend. <laughs> Good film. Good film. Um, okay, transfer window. We're not going to talk about hair coursing. No, we are. No, no. We that's, not, not. that's not really a sport, is it? No, it's definitely not. No. no. Okay, carry on. But, um, yeah. yeah, no. No more snatch. We're, we're, we're talking, no, well, yeah. Well, we won't go. We won't, <laughs> we won't go. The um, transfer window. Um, and just hey, guys and girls. Um, while we're talking, we're talking. We're talking guys about- and girls because that does sound a bit right. I I think it's guys. Is it guys? I refer to people as guys. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, and that, for any that. sex. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Sex. Well, we yeah, go. We go. I'd, I'd say to everybody, hey guys, I use it as a sort of yeah. a, a generalisation. Then I think, am I being whatever you are in these days? Guys and girls yeah. sounds like a yeah a nineteen seventies DJ. Yeah, yeah, it does. Was it? <laughs> guys and girls was that a group? Yeah, I tell you, you wouldn't think I was a DJ, would you? But say you should know. Mm, my my hospital radios days, Friaries <laughs> Hospital in North Alton. Yeah. Okay. But, but you don't know about Jim Reeves. It was, uh, best song was uh, Adamant, Stand and Deliver for the Maternity Award. I used that so many times. <laughs> but it was a uh, long time ago now. Right. Okay. Transfer window. Why, why, why do we think it's, um, you know, so many loans, no big prices, you know, what, what's happening to the... What's, that, what's, what's happening, happening to January? The psychology of, you know, of the spend in January. What do you reckon? Well, it's interesting because we've spoken to, say, um, a couple of Portuguese, well-known Portuguese clubs, mm. who are well-known for selling players, but they almost almost have a bit of a strategy that they don't want to sell now in, in January. For reason. Um, you know, prices. Mm. They, you know, there's still a, you know, an element of competition at the top of the uh, Premier League. Yeah. But, yeah, interesting. But the big clubs, the big clubs who pay the big prices, you know, they're not buying, or not, no. not as much as they used to. No. Um, what did the biggest club in the world do? Nothing. Not much. Zero. Well, few. Should we just say who the biggest club in the world is? I know you're itching to tell us, so we'll <laughs> we'll line it up. Who, James? Who is the biggest world? In, uh, what, the biggest club in the world? <laughs> well, apart yeah. from Lincoln City. Um, <laughs> yeah, Man City. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, you know, we had a, a couple of guys come in, but most went out. Yeah, and I think... It's, including, yeah. including a guy that only played 49 minutes. There's been, uh, yeah, there's been a bit of, uh, yeah, well, opinions flying around as to why, but, you know, it's... Uh, the, 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 obviously, clubs now, they're in a better financial position, so they don't need to, you know, have to sell players just for the need of increasing the balance sheet. But it's, I think it's also, you know, a lot of them, you look at the contracts, and a lot of them actually have a loan, but then with the, with the uh, opportunity to buy. So it's like the, uh, the old Americans call it the, the puppy dog effect. You know, try before you buy. So they can get him in on loan, see if he fits in, see how he works, and, um, you know, and then, then do a deal if it works out. So, but it's, um, yeah, it's definitely been a transition, hasn't it? Okay, so covered transfers and uh, obviously things that also have been moving around has been uh, well, the managers. Trans- two transfers. Two transfers. Yeah. Yeah, there's been more managers moving than transfers, actually. Yeah, it um, seems like that, doesn't it? it well, yeah, I mean, uh, Mr. Mourinho, uh, he went He went actually before the transfer window. He went on the 18th of December. So, uh, um, and again, I mean, he's... Uh, yeah. So, as, as an ex-hospital 
radio DJ yeah. that used to spin 78s. <laughs> I don't yes. give my age away. What about, what about Guillaume Balaguer's article in, in, on the BBC earlier this week where he suggested that Mourinho was an analogue manager in a digital world? What do you think? Nice link. Um, yeah, I think... Uh, I've been thinking about that for ages. Yeah, no, it's a good one. It's a good one. Look, we know that... You know, Mourinho, you know, he's been a very successful manager. Um, obviously, he's had his, you know, it's whether his, an arrogance is probably the wrong word, but it, there is an arrogance about him. But he's been able to play on that arrogance, you know, and his posture to maximise in the past some of the best, you know, the best out of the players. But I think the players now are becoming more powerful. The players. Do you think it's an age thing? I mean, he seems to always push back about about that. You know, whenever anybody brings up age, mm. you know, he still thinks he's he's very young. But of course, you know, others are coming through. Are younger. Yeah. Quite a bit younger. Yeah. In some cases. Yep. How old is Pep? Oh, well, Pep's about forty-seven, isn't he? Mm. Forty-seven, forty-eight. Yeah. Yeah. But it's um, so he's he's nearly he's nearly ten years younger than yeah. Mourinho. I think I think part of it's part of his age, but I think also you know has he been able to move you know not only with the style of football but also with the the actual players because I mean he, he lost the changing room with Chelsea second time around he's you know, lost the he hasn't certainly hasn't been able to motivate the players at, uh, at Man United um, and get the best out of them you know. Solskjaer's come in and you've seen a now that sometimes happens with a change of, of manager but what was interesting Solskjaer had worked with obviously in the juniors before Pogba got sold he'd worked with Pogba he'd worked with two or three of the other players um, I, I just yeah I just think his style and um, you know, whether he is age fashion old fashioned he hasn't you know he hasn't uh, moved with the times um, but the big question is and this is what was in the article can he come back in? Can he do it again? And is that, and who's gonna who's gonna take him? Yeah. You know, who's gonna pull him in as their I mean, manager? I mean it's probably not age related, it's probably just the number of years you've kind of been involved in it. But I just wonder, yeah, does he work as hard as Pep? Mm. Yeah, does he prepare as hard as Pep? Does he prepare as hard as Klopp? Yeah. I mean I'd suspect, obviously I, I have a slight bias in this, but I suspect that Pep preps more than anybody else, any other manager, certainly in the Premier League. Mm on how he wants to play, what the you know, what the opposition is likely to do. Each match takes in turn. I just wonder whether you just get this sense that Mourinho living in a in the Lowry Hotel. Well um, yeah. and not you know, the, yeah, has the commitment gone. Well has the commitment to football gone. That's mm, the thing. Mm, mm. And, uh, right, yeah. it is a lot of people have commented, I mean not only supporters but also but also what message does it give? You know, what message does it give to, to the players? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're all buying the houses, living around yeah. local, yeah. you know, most of them. Yeah, um, and it's Solskjaer's already found a house. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, if you're going to go there, you've got to, put your, you've got to put your stake in the ground and say, I'm here and committed. Yeah. And, um, you know, the only winners out of the whole thing have been Larry Hotel. Um, <laughs> you know, so, uh, you know, it's a good... I'll tell, tell you what, it's a good, a good comparison. Because on the same day, and I showed you the article at the time, it was the article by um, Ollie Connolly mm. in The Guardian about Bill Belichick at the Patriots. He's been at the Patriots 18 years. Mm -hmm. And what Ollie was suggesting is that the way... That Bill Belichick is effectively... They called him a shapeshifter. Right. So ultimately what he's done is, not only is he adapted with changes in styles and, you know, 
and technology and how you might want to play games you know, in the NFL to win. Mm -hmm. He's almost actually gone one step beyond that and completely changed things in order to create inefficiencies in the in the player acquisition yeah. market so that he could buy players that are no longer fashionable and then he changes the fashion back to how it was before. I mean, compared to Mourinho, it, it's just, I mean, Street yeah, it, look, they're both subjective views. And again, you know, we're not trying to push our yeah. quant stuff, but, you know, we can actually do an analysis on Mourinho and see, has he lost it? You know, is he any, is he any less hmm. effective now than he was, you know, five, ten years ago? Yeah. Um, is he going to be any, you know, is he any better than, than, than Tuchel at, um, at PSG? Mm -hmm. You know, because there's lots of speculation yeah, about him going there, there. Yeah. But Belichick, I would suggest, suggests that you know, you've got a guy there that's capable of not only adapting with how the game moves, but actually just lead it completely. Mm. And presumably, other coaches follow him. Yeah, and that's when he I shifts. Mean, I mean, you know, so I mean, it's, it's, you know, follow the, his the, style. Well, the Super Bowl's brilliant mm. this, this year because you've got Belichick. Well, we're going to come on to that. Yeah. Sean McVay and Sean McVay uh, uh, is in his early thirties, I think. Um, you know, and he's got lots of fresh ideas, and you know he does have a, a heritage with his father you know, from the NFL. So you've got you know sort of a, a young coach against you know a very experienced coach, and then of course the quarterbacks. Yeah. You've got Tom Brady who's 41. Yeah. You know, and then you've got Jared Goff who I can't remember is about 26 or something like that. So, so you you've got you know. Yeah, experience versus youth, mm. and it'll be really you know really interesting to see, you know. What well, the outcome is? Hmm. You're staying up, aren't you? I am staying up. Yeah, I am. I'm. Uh, yeah. Our, our, our local rugby club is uh, is hosting an evening of yeah. NFL. You so told me they're going to charge five quid for it. Yeah, we've dropped that. Now. Oh, good. We've dropped yeah. that. I think uh, <laughs> you know, by popular demand, yeah. the, uh, the, the the hot dogs are free. Are the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but no, I think I think it's now. Yeah, we need. You know, how many people come in? We don't know, but hey, it'll be good. It'll be good. But it's been a good build up. And Chelsea, come on here. And just so guys. Everybody's aware, Chelsea, we keep referring to Chelsea, we talk about Chelsea and Sarri and everything, yeah. but Chelsea is our business development manager you, here at Cadre Capital. You, was your dad a big Mourinho fan? or? No? <laughs> Can't say he was. Unfortunately, I wasn't named after the football team. <laughs> <laughs> you were named, was it Chelsea Clinton? Yes. There we go. Yeah, absolutely. And we, we were talking earlier about um, the half-time uh, performance. And the, yes. apparently the first reason gone. Who are they? Maroon Seven? Maroon, Maroon Five. <laughs> Maroon Five. Hey, close. I've been trying to educate Steve. You wouldn't yeah. think that he was a DJ in his past 1970s life. Nineteen seventies DJ. <laughs> yeah, he was other. He was other man. He sneaked into the eighties. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, yeah. So what happened in the half? What, what, who's playing at halftime? So Maroon Five are playing um, at halftime. There's been a bit of a um, uproar at the moment because they are the first. Um, first entertainers to play at halftime at the Super Bowl to not attend the pre-conference. Right. Um, so well, the like, is there like a press conference or something before? Yeah, mm. press conference before, a couple of days before, um, and they didn't attend. Um, their reasoning being that they didn't think they could, they could bring anything to the table for the press conference, they didn't think they had anything to offer, so they didn't they need them to go. Um, oh. But yeah. obviously... I wonder who their uh, agent... I mean, it's publicity, isn't it? They obviously don't feel they need to... Well, I suppose they've got a collective audience anyway, but... Uh... I'll tell you the best, the best half-time thing was probably two or three years ago, Coldplay, Beyonce... Oh, yeah, um, Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars was like, well, that was just yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. I remember, I think, I was watching on the BBC, I think, and Mark Chapman... You know, yeah, good old just went, just went, wow. You know, how good was that? Because um, they have to, they have to, they're in and out. I know we're, well, we're not yeah. digressing at all, but, but they're, they're literally 
I mean, the, the um, uh, floor manager, the stage management of that, because they've got to be literally put up everything yeah. you know, in the space of, how, how long do they get half time in the NFL? About half an hour. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, but it's still a pretty, pretty awesome feat, isn't it, yeah. to, uh, to get that on. But um, okay. yeah, anyway, we, 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 have we digressed, we digressed. I'm on. Am I on? You're on. This is it. Ready. So this is like the Columbo bit, yeah? This is a bit where, oh, just one more thing, or something that we we should have said better yeah. before, which is probably most of it, <laughs> or something we've forgotten. And one of the things we forgot, because Steve, you, you've met him, well, I think you walked on the other side of the street from him in London once. Yeah, he came across the street. To Did he? To, to see you? No, not to see no. me. To meet a guy who was, who was obviously, a, I, I didn't recognise him, but it must have been a, that's almost as, a fellow yeah, footballer. Like, sorry, best man forever, isn't yeah. it? But he was looking very tan, very smart and very tall. Can you see? Yeah, he was in Lost Road. Which is, uh, oh, we should say we're talking about Peter Crouch. We are. Who's just left Stoke. And what was it, Chelsea? Chelsea said, a good segue here is that my, my dad's a Stoke supporter. Yeah, now, loyal. Loyal. Yeah, loyal. I think that's, that's a word that should have been used yeah. because Chelsea used to support Stoke in the Premier League and didn't talk about them as much. Mm. Yeah, I'm just leaving this here. Is there something? Okay, when are they due? Yeah. Oh, we've got bags of time. Oh, we've got top, top table, yeah. you see. Top yeah. table, everybody's exactly. after it. Well, they they want to be in front of the fire. That's brilliant. brilliant. Thank you. Yes, a Peter Crouch. Yeah, he's gone, gone to Stoke yeah. to Burnley. Yeah. Is that. I mean, Sam Vokes has gone the other way. Which yeah. seems makes more sense. So why is he? Uh, I think Vokes will be. Uh, so so is, is Peter Crouch going to Burnley? Is that the is that the thing? Yeah, I think uh, Daishi will uh, will sort. Yeah, he'll use him. He'll use him. I like the word. Yeah, I like that. You know, Sean Daishi. Daishi. Well. Yeah, I have met him. <laughs> you did actually come and had the Premier League. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. He, he held the door open for you. He did. He was yeah. a very pleasant chap. He did. He just yeah. couldn't remember my name. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, but you know what? Uh, but it, know, was, it was an emotional moment. I felt it. Did you? I did. Good. Yeah, yeah. So, I did. Uh, yeah, and then we're good mates. Yeah, yeah. So, well, uh, exactly. So one meeting. Honestly, there's a hell of a connection there with both Stoke and and Burnley. But I, I, I you know, hey, I listen to his pod- Crouch's podcasts are brilliant. Yeah. If anybody hasn't listened to, it, I will listen. But I, I think he'll, he'll, you know, in the aging is. He's still years, going though, isn't he? He's fit. The, yeah. He's fit. He'll come on, I tell you, he'll get a few goals, and um, you know, they'll 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 warm to. Um, I think he'll he'll do all right. And what about yeah. Stoke? Are they going to you know just for Chelsea's dads? Yeah. Um, well, where are yeah. they? Not sixteen, seventeen. I don't know. I don't yeah. Where are they, Chelsea? This will be the test. Where are they, Chelsea? <laughs> 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 <It's too quickly. laughs> yeah. Well, I knew where they were in the Premier League until they got a bit low. So. Just give Banana a call. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think they've they've written this season off, haven't they? Just well, I mean, they got rid of Gary Rout. They've got Nathan Jones in. Mm. Obviously, uh, I don't know whether it's Peter Coates or Tony Skulls are big Banana Rama fans. <laughs> but, you know, you're right. He was. Yeah, he was. Do you think they'll they'll change the music as they're coming out? To they should do. Banana they should do. If they haven't already done it, Crouch could have walked, walked like an. I don't know what the Nathan Jones yeah, uh, music was like. But uh, you're the well, seventies to eighties DJ. We're gonna have to we'll have to have a, a special section next time. Yeah, my repertoire was limited for Steve's music. Yeah, yeah. Police. Yeah. I was a big police fan. Yeah, big please. I, I, they I, liked you as well. Yeah, they. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was. Yeah. Andy Summers. <laughs> yeah. And the other thing we need to do each week, if we can, Got we it. need to have a quote from the Big Short. No, I do. I agree. It's with our, that. It's like our favorite. Well, it Snatch, is. Snatches is also 
our favourite film. Well, in, in Bruges. We'll talk about Ch- Chelsea's going to tell us, uh, you know, probably, I don't know, whatever. We'll find out what Chelsea's favourite film is. Oh, yeah. But we like Snatch. Yeah. But there's, there's obviously the quotes on there aren't necessarily suitable. Suitable for this, uh, for this podcast. But, we'll, you know, maybe another pint of Guinness will give it a go. Yeah. But, so we'll have to go with the big short. So, and you mentioned it earlier. I did. One plus one equals fish. fish. Okay. That's so a cracker. So that's, that's a quote guess this in, week. Yeah. Okay, one plus one equals fish. Yeah. So if you're, if, you're, if you're struggling with your mathematics, use that one. Yeah. If it doesn't make sense, yeah. it's like saying one plus one equals fish. Yeah. Brilliant. So that's one. What are we going to use next week? Well, we'll think, about, we'll think about it. We'll think about it. We'll think about it. Until next week. Yeah, guys. Yeah, we'll see you, see you next week. I'll speak to you and uh, yeah, have a great have a great weekend.